Hey, you are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Got to take care of a few things before we jump into this week's episode. First, our ramping isometrics for BJJ program. It is a 12-week program all laid out for you. It's going to help you build strength and cardio in the fastest, safest, and most convenient way possible. This is how James and I have been training for the past year, and we love it. So we put this program together so you can just follow along, and we are certain you will see and feel the benefits that we do. It's only 15 bucks. Just go to GrumpyGuyBJJ.com, click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner, and you'll find it. Next, R3. Is this is our K2 D3 supplement. It is a combination combination of those two vitamins D3 and K2. These are two vitamins that James and I have been taking for a long time that really help us recover from hard training sessions. And for only 15 bucks with free shipping, you get a whole month supply. I was going to pull up some studies explaining the benefits of D3 and K2, but I'm not going to insult your intelligence and pretend to be a fucking scientist. I take it it helps me recover. That's it. So for 15 bucks, check it out. And last but certainly not least, we have partnered up with Dejitsu.com. They have a ton of awesome BJJ instructionals, and they have hooked us up with a discount code for our listeners. It's Grumpy10. So what you got to do is you go to Dejitsu.com, which is D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com. Find the instructionals you want, throw them in a shopping cart, in the little discount code box, you type in Grumpy10, which is just G-R-U-M-P-Y, and the number 10, one zero. That's it. No spaces. Boom. You get 10% off. You're up and running. They got a nice app you can download on your phone. That way you can take your instructions right to the gym with you, watch the technique, drill it. It's a pretty sweet setup. So once again, D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com, discount code Grumpy10, G-R-U-M-P-Y, one zero. Simple as that. To find all this stuff I just got done talking about, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com. Click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner. There, you'll subscribe to our newsletter for podcast updates. You'll find links for the Ramping ISOs program, the R3 Recovery Supplement, and then under the Programs and Products tab, you'll find a link to dejitsu.com. And let's be honest, if you guys can't figure out how to navigate a website by now, there's nothing I can do to help you. So quit fucking around. Check it out, train hard, and let's get into this week's episode. Come on, hit the buttons. And boom. Okay. We are back. We're here for the last episode. This will be the last episode. Well, yeah. this will even come out. What's today? Today's Saturday, right? Yeah. This won't even come out in 2018. No. This but is our last recording. As always, we're time traveling. We're time traveling. So, yeah, this is our last recorded episode last of 2018. This will be the first one of 2019. Yeah. Coming out in 2019, so that's, that's good. Crazy. That's another good milestone. I know we had like our episode 52, but making it from one winter solstice to another winter solstice uh, says something as well. So it's an acknowledgement. What is the winter solstice? Exactly? Shortest day of the year. It's not exactly New Year's, but that's kind of what it represents. Yeah, isn't that like December 21st usually or something like that? Right in that ballpark? Somewhere in there, yeah. It's December 26th. Second, 21st, somewhere in there, yeah. So, Is it the same day every year? Yes. Basically, so I was reading something on Instagram, so take it with a grain of salt. But basically, the, the at that point, it's the at the lowest point, but the sun doesn't, it doesn't change. You know, it basically changes like one degree in the sky each day. 
and then it it reaches a point and for three days it doesn't move and then it starts you know gaining like rising back up and gaining the uh day light so then you get your spring so it's kind of interesting but that's the cycle so that's kind of what the christmas december 25th is the day that it actually starts moving again so that was why it was the pagan holiday representing or celebrating the the winter solstice and of course the easiest way to get people to accept your new ideas is to co-opt their old ones so that's why we say jesus is born on december 25th even though the in the bible it talks about there being shepherds out and stuff like that and that is not the time of year when you got flocks and shepherds out in the fields so they uh estimate jesus was born not then so i remember you know it's funny you bring it up i remember getting in trouble i had to go to like church class you know all from kindergarten up through eighth grade yeah once a week i had to go to church class catechism or whatever you call it yeah I remember it was like, it must have been uh, probably fifth, sixth grade, somewhere in there. I remember, I, yeah, I remember <clears throat> asking that because I said, I remember asking like something about like, why were there shepherds in the field in the middle of fucking December? I was like, I'm not a farmer. This doesn't make a lot of sense. Oh, yeah, they did not like that question. No, no. They, they were not happy about that question. No, you're, you're missing the point of this the story. The point. Robert. Sometimes the truth, the point of the story is is <clears throat> bigger than the truth. I don't agree with that. That's how some people... I remember getting in trouble for asking that question that I wasn't taking five seconds. <laughs> it's like, no, it's a legit question. Hell yeah, man. You should question everything. Not out tilling the fields in December. No. Why is there fucking farmers out there? Man, yeah. So, it's not... It's the winter solstice celebration. So, and that's where, you know, New Year's, I don't know exactly why it, New Year's is on New Year's Day and not, I guess you gotta, it's that, the months have more to do with the moon cycle, so that's probably it. It's like celebrating the, the new moon after the sun has started moving again back in the positive direction, so. I wonder, you know, this day and age and everybody's like politically correct and shit, and you can just like identify with whatever you want. You want to be a woman one day, a guy the next day. You can do all this different shit. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you just said like, hey man, I'm not going to recognize your fucking days and weeks and months anymore. I'm going to go by seasons. It's white man's time. It's white man's time. You can go back to the native time. Holding me down. Like I just want to, I'm just going to go by seasons. Yeah. So like I'm a paperwork at work instead of writing the, month, the day, the month, the year, I'll just write spring. Spring, <laughs> spring, third moon, spring. <laughs> third moon. I wonder if I start doing that, and then I get in trouble. I'll be like, it's my religion, yo. Hey, yeah. What are you gonna say? I don't know what happened. You know, I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, especially in this climate. If you if you were really willing, if I to push really it, like, if I could do it, they would probably face. accommodate you just to not have to deal with it, and I they would all they... be like, "Look, you guys, just got to fucking." Like your your supervisor would have to go in behind you, and he'd have a little translation because you'd have to stay true to it. You couldn't just yeah. make shit up. So you'd have to. I mean, it'd have to be like, or or maybe you're like identify with a different religion each day, and you can just change <laughs> your your timestamp 
anyways, yeah, it gets slippery, man. It does when get you, slippery. When you start saying, yeah. I remember my boss walked away from me one day. We got into the conversation somehow, like calling in sick or something. And uh, he, this dude was going to try to like mandate that I brought in a doctor's note like I was a child. And I looked at him. I was like, I don't believe in going to the doctor. So how am I going to bring in a doctor's note? It's like, I'm not, I got the sniffles. I'm not going to the doctor. Or what if it's against my religion to go to the doctor? Yeah. I'm not bringing a doctor's note. I was like, I can write you a note if that makes you feel better. <laughs> Have somebody else sign it. I mean, what are we doing here? And he just, he just looked at me. Away. Is this the one that sent you to your potential death down yes. the snow road? <laughs> we're, we're seeing some things we're adding up here. We, we don't always see eye to eye on things. <laughs> That's funny, man. That's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, I've had a couple of conversations with that. I've been... You got to walk a fine line because you got to... If you get too, uh, too big of a pain in the ass... They'll find a way to get, get rid. Of, get rid of you. for sure, man. They'll find a way to get rid of you, dude. It's not <laughs> yes. hard. I've I've definitely pushed that line too far before, but uh, see, I I really try to keep a deli- it's a deli- kind of a delicate balance, but like I'm a good worker, man. I can bust my ass. I get shit done, so I know I have a little bit of leeway. As the amount of right, bu- yeah, the amount yeah, of bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll tolerate from me. Yep. I know if I was a fat, lazy fuck and didn't get my job done, right, the amount of bullshit they would tolerate from me would be significantly less. So that's one of the reasons why I bust my ass and do a good job. Exactly. Because that way I know I can be like, no, that's like, not going down. Like right the there. John Jones of that outfit, a man. Little, <laughs> a little bit. They'll move their fucking whole operation if you. <laughs> a little bit. If you need them to. So. I try to be. That's what I'm trying to build it towards. Right. I'm trying to be like the, the Conor McGregor John Jones of the. There you go. Freight delivery. <clears throat> so good that they'll tolerate some some right. shit. So. It's my goal. It's good, man. Keeping it real. Then maybe that'll be my 2019 aspirations. To become be the John Jones uh, freight delivery. Sounds like you are, my friend. Maybe. Sounds like you are. So, speaking of which, man, we watched fights last night. Yeah, this is good fights. Any initial thoughts? It was. It was. It was an interesting night of fights. A I lot was, of quick fights, but they were very interesting. I was really bummed the Zingano toe to the eye into that fight. Yeah. Yeah. What what is the rule there? Like if you catch a finger in the eye, they give you five minutes if you need it, I think. And yeah. then the doctor will come in and say whether you can um continue or not. But if you catch a toe to the eye, it's not the same rule? Apparently not. I mean I, I can It's I, still a digit, man. You know, I can see the difference though. Cause, Cause the thing is a lot of times when you're catching a finger in the eye, like your opponent's kinda doing something. You're kinda pawing out there. Yeah, he's with, pawing out there pawing a little without bit. a yeah. fist. Yeah, yeah. You should when you throw a kick. You throw a kick, if you walk into a fucking toe, toe like it's part of the deal. You're getting kicked in the face. And so if you're mm-hmm. saying that someone can kick you in, you know, toe to the eye doesn't count as a kick to the face. You you know I don't I don't know. I see <clears throat> I, I I agree and I there's part of me that, that sees that side of it, but then there's part of me Maybe I'm a little biased because I'm, you know, yeah. for cat. I wanted her to win so bad, because it wasn't even like she just was like on the end of the kick, so it wasn't like a good shot. You know what I mean? Right. And it was literally just a fucking toe in the eye. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's, part of me is like, God, oh, it's like a finger, but it's like an eye poke. Let's just let's just let her make sure her eyes are right. Let's get back at this. Yeah. Well, she was done. Like she quit. 
I, I don't think they even were alive. I think she, well, the way I kind of saw it is like she, she kind of probably thought it was an eye. I mean, her eye got poked, right. dude, and it hurt. So she turned away, figuring like, oh, the ref's going to stop it for an eye poke. Yeah. But being that it was a toe, not a finger, he was like, no, I ain't stopping it for a fucking toe poke. Yeah, yeah. So, that's good. That's, I mean, obviously, I didn't, I didn't know. really see because they came in, and I mean, I don't, just from my impression, like, uh, you know, they brought the doctor. They stopped it for a bit. Like, they didn't call it, like, right away. Like, they stopped it, and then they brought in the doctor. No, the ref stopped it. That was the end of the fight. When the ref, because the ref, Oh, the, really? Yeah, remember okay. the cat ran and, like, faced the fence and just kind of covered up. And the ref yeah. was like, you can't stop for that. And then that's why Megan ran in and hit her a couple times. And then he saw that Cat wasn't defending herself. Yeah. And he he stopped the fight. Huh. That was the end of the fight. I was confused. Yeah. See, that I was, was confused. See, I think. I, I thought like, I thought she, I thought when Cat went over to the fence and covered up, like kind of in that defenseless position, it was like, uh, you know, like, I don't know. I thought like at that point, it, that was like an acknowledgement, like, you know. I got fucking kicked in the nuts or poked in the nuts. Like something's right. wrong. Like, cause you see people do that. Like they'll like walk away and then that'll, that's letting the ref know like no, see, something's I, wrong. And then the ref was like there and then Megan was confused as to what was going on. No, so she you followed see, up. When, remember the replay though, you saw the ref like get in close yeah. and he made some hand motions like continue to fight. Okay. I mean, I don't know what he said, yeah, but he yeah, definitely yeah. didn't get in between them. And yeah. he, he got in close enough to like, he made hand motions. It yeah. was telling Kat like, you got to continue to fight. Yeah. And that's when Megan's like, oh, I'm supposed to hit this bitch. Okay. And so she came in and fucking whacked her a couple times. Okay, and then yeah. once Megan hit her a few times and said Cat yeah. wasn't going to defend herself, then the ref called the fight. Yeah. So that was, so I, I really think Cat got poked in the eye and she thought like, hey, I'm going to get five minutes because I got poked in the eye. And being I don't like, think she was going to fucking go back in. Like she looked like I she th- was done. I don't know, man. I, I think, think it, that looked like scared the fuck out of her. I th- she's tough as shit. I, I know th- she is, but she looks... But everybody knows about the whole Winkle John thing. I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? And so, like, it looked to me like she she looked scared. Not, like, hurt. Like She looked scared that, like, my fucking eye may be potentially fucked up. Yeah. And I may be dealing with, like, a lacerated eyeball. And I don't want to open my eye. And, like, so she looked like she wasn't going to fucking go. Like, she was... She had bigger things on her mind. Like, she got... It was, like, a kind of blow where she was like, dude, this is... I may be fucking like really hurt. Blind one eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know that. Yeah, that it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was crazy. But I mean, honestly, from I, I can see that though, because if the ref, you know, you're told eye pokes, you know, like you know, with fingers, and you're not, you're not looking for like toe pokes with a big toe, you know. And from your point of view, she got kicked in the face, and. You know, right. hey, I mean, that's not the nuts. Or even or the, if he saw it, maybe he was just kind of privy to it. Like, oh, no, man, that's a toe in the eye. Like, I'm not stopping it. Yeah. It was really, because at, at first, it, you didn't realize what was going on. Like... It was weird. It was weird. And, yeah. I mean, you do got to say, the way that she turned away into that fucking kick was a little uh, less than graceful. I mean... It's a shit circumstance. Man. Yeah, I know, I know. But it was like the... It, yeah, she, it was... Yeah, it, it was like sure her her distance was off, you know, like because that's what it looked like. Like she turned away from that kick and was trying to walk away from it so nonchalantly, the way that she turned. Like I, I think her she had her distance off. Like she didn't expect her big toe to be all the way out there because she didn't have a hand up like nothing. It was just like, you know what I mean? It was either like she was just like, eh, I'll just eat this fucking kick because I know it's got nothing on it, or. 
it kind of caught her by surprise that it was out there. But because, yeah, it just looked like the way that she walked into it was like... And her hand wasn't up. Hands or... weren't up, like nothing. It looked like really like nonchalant. And then all of a sudden it was like, whoa, I got kicked in the face. And then it was like, whoa, my eyeball might be fucking damaged. And then it was like... Let's, yeah, it was it was an interesting end of the fight. But personally, I think toe to the eye is is different than finger to the eye. It's, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say digits. I think that's too broad. Yeah, the more I think about it, I, I, mean, I can I can kind of... Again, I'm biased. I want to catch Well, it's not there, like you're supposed you know? to be clenching your toes. Yeah, when you throw a kick, you're not supposed to make a, a fist, yeah, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, you, know? you don't ball your toes up right. with the intentions not to toe somebody. Right. When you throw a fist, I mean, that's why, you know, boxing, you wear gloves. and Yeah. The pride gloves, have, they cover your fingers. It's and kind of a, a rule. Yeah. Like, you have to throw punches with a close... You know what I mean? You can't be poking. You can't be, you can't poking. be poking with the fingers. And so if you get poked in the, in the eye with a finger, there's kind of a... It's different. Like, it, it is a little different, but, you know, it was a it was just an interesting... That's a bummer. It was yeah, a bummer, so man. I want, I want interesting to Interesting end, for sure. But uh, I know, we turned it on, and we missed, like... BJ Penn BJ getting, getting rolled up and heel-hooked in, like, a minute and a half. I, I'm glad he didn't take damage. I mean, maybe his knees fucked up, but who cares? I, I don't want to see these old guys fight anymore, man. Like, yeah. these... I mean, these were... The pioneers in the game, like BJ, was one of my favorite fighters, and he's he's came back out of retirement, you know, five or six times, and just keeps getting his ass whooped every time. Like, stop, dude. Yeah, just stop. I I know. I mean, it, it sucks getting to the point where you're older in your life and you have to admit that you can't do things like you once were able to. I mean, I can't even imagine somebody at that level yeah. having to admit that. Yeah, but just you have to. Right. Just stop. You're tarnishing the legacy. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Like, it was just, I mean, a sweet leg lock set up and a heel hook. You got caught, man. But, like, I mean, it wasn't nearly as bad as that Chuck Liddell Tito fight a few weeks back. Did yeah. you ever see that? I never saw it, man. Don't watch it, dude. It is disturbing. Yeah. Because Chuck's old sprawl and brawl, you know, style of fighting really relied on his iron chin, being able to eat punches yeah. and just keep moving forward. I mean, he, cause he wasn't like super technical, you know, he would big looping punches and just fucking just tough as nails. Yeah. And I mean, that takes its toll and that has taken its toll. I mean, it was, he did not, he was trying to fight the same way, but you could tell he didn't have the, the pep in his step, the, you know, the spring in his step. He didn't have, Oh God, it was fucking horrific to watch. And then once he got hit, it, I mean, his lights went out so quick. Yeah, he ate, he ate a few more. Like, just stop, dude. Why doesn't somebody? Why doesn't he have any friends in his life to be like, dude, quit? Like, just fucking quit. Yeah, or maybe he does. He doesn't listen. I don't Man, know. It's tough when you got that. Yeah, you you remember what you were, and it doesn't seem that far off. And you're like, but it was man. so far off. Yeah. So they need to stop letting these old fucking guys fight. Man. I think so, man. I think it's it's not. It's not good for the sport. It's not, it's not good, good for, for the them. Sport. It's not good for the sport. Yeah. Just stop. I know. It's tough though, man. Because you know, like Randy Couture. I mean, he was fucking old guy, still winning championships and right. shit. So. But once they see the decline and they can't do it anymore. Yeah. That's when you just fucking pull the plug. Like just that's, quit, man. That's the hard thing. It is. It's it's uh. I know, but if they're passing the fucking uh, physicals and, you know, I don't know. You, you, I guess I guess the sanctioning bodies at some point hope that, like, they've got somebody personally around them to try and talk some sense into them. Because it can be tough to, like, 
you know, for them to, you know, be put in the position where they got to make that call. But because that may be how, like, you know, somebody earns a living right. or whatever. And so it, uh, yeah, I don't know that the, the thing with BJ, I think is that, and I could be wrong, but he was, he's known as the prodigy for a reason. Like the guy was uber talented, like talented to the point that he, you know, didn't really have to have the same work ethic and work the same way. And it, uh, there were times when he did and you saw what it could do, but then there were times that he didn't and you saw where he just wasn't quite the same guy and he had to rely a little bit more on that talent. And I, I think for him, like that's, what's catching up to him. Like the consistency of your training and your effort and, and all of that stuff. Like when you get to this point where you're an older, uh, fighter or grappler or whatever it is, like that's what you're relying on more than your talent because like the talent's starting to go like power and strength and those things start to go and so if you don't have that super good base and that's why I like Randy Couture who just dude his fucking work ethic was top notch from day one and and you, and you see that and I think that's kind of what like the fighters yeah. yeah the fighters who are able because man there are some man some of these guys like are still out there fucking banging and, and doing well against the younger guys but Again, a lot of them were the guys that had that work ethic from day one and weren't necessarily the the fucking... Prodigies. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah, the prodigies. So, talent's a double-edged sword, man. I, I, for, I forget where uh, I heard it, but like the saying, like, nothing fails like success. Because you get success and you're like, well, this is working. Why change? And, and if you don't realize that, like, well, because things change and you should always be looking if you can do things better, well, you end up with... Uh, end up losing in the end because you don't change because you're like hey I had success this worked and you just keep doing it so um, yeah it's uh, you know in times have changed like if you even if you were to take a young BJ Penn when he was coming up and just an animal and plunk him down in the 155 pound division right now or the 145 pound division whatever yeah it's different. It's a different thing. Yeah. He's not going to be as successful as he was back then. No. It's just, he was ahead of the game, ahead of the curve back then. And he was, I mean, he's a special individual, but he's not as special by today's standards. Right, yeah. You know, that's a difference too. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's that is true. Yeah, we're talking about that with uh, the Jim Froney guy with CrossFit yeah. or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Kind of same thing. Like. Rich just an, yeah, for Froning, yeah, yeah, like just enough ahead of the curve to yeah, perfect timing, perfect man. timing, like yeah. So there, there's definitely an element of that to some of it, but um, but still, either way, it was. I love the fucking leg lock setup, the Imanari roll, dude, the Imanari roll, dude, was I, deep heel hook. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was funny, man. It was. It looked like it. It totally caught BJ off guard. It was like, what the fuck? Like, who thinks someone's gonna come out? Throw a little leg kick and then just fucking somersault underneath you and start rolling. But the thing is, why should why that should not have caught him off guard fighting Ryan Hall? I know. Should not have. No, I that, know. I mean, that should have been in the forefront of his thought process. Yeah. Like this dude's gonna do some shit like that. Like Man, I I yeah. I I, I the only thing I can think is uh Did he I mean it caught me off you know what I mean? Like I, I would think that he was probably ready for it. But not from that setup and like that far, like that kind of thing, you know, like probably 
that it would be more like having to worry about it and like mix, you know, transitions or off of takedowns or stuff like that. But, um, no, I agree. But when all of a sudden, and that's the thing with the fucking, those, the leg locks is once you get sucked in deep, it's hard to get out and it's like, oh shit. So that's where he found himself, but it was sweet. No, that's sweet. That was the bummer to St. Louis. That's cool though. I mean, like Ryan Hall's a jiu-jitsu guy, so you got to root for him too. Oh yeah, hell so, yeah, man. He's so, you know, you had made that comment when they were interviewing him afterwards, like, "Oh, that's his excited face." Yeah, <laughs> that dude just so like, yeah, you know. Yeah, VJ Penn was one of my heroes. I learned so much from him, and uh, I called him. That's what it is. Yeah, man. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, he was completely uh, pretty um, nonchalant, nonchalant about, it. about the whole thing. Yeah. So it's funny. Yeah, it was good. That was a good, uh, good little deal there. And it, it reminded me, I'd kind of forgotten about that move. I was working a little bit today, not from the fucking low kick roll, but I like that uh, the the position where I've got my top leg in, playing like butterfly or you know, like you know reverse daily heave on the far leg, and then having my uh, bottom leg out, and when I'm on the bottom, and so and then and then that's basically the the position where you can set that up and like freaking come back and sweep them straight into the honey hole and start working some legs. And it's funny, I saw him do it and I was like, oh yeah, I kind of forgot about that move. So I, I thought to, you were trying to work a little bit You were trying that on me today. A little bit, dude. Yeah, yeah now that I remember you yeah. thinking about that, you were trying that shit on me. I, it, it's, it was, I was having a little success yeah. here and there. But uh, if anything, I, I like it because I realize it plays well with that position. So now it's like if I can't, you know, people are starting to defend me getting that far leg. Well, it sets up me coming back and trying to attack that that close hit for the that, you know, roll or sweep or whatever you want to call it. And then uh, whatever you got to do to defend that, I can start trying to fish. If I, if I can get that far De La Hiva, reverse De La Hiva with my top leg. I feel like I got a pretty good chance of getting a, some leg entanglement going. So <laughs> I know I I watch that top leg of yours. I stay heavy on that motherfucker big time. You start uh, showing, I just sit right on it. I'll put all my weight on it and just kind of ride it. Like all right, oh I know, it? man, I know. <laughs> like I gotta, you ain't done enough fucking glue bridges to get me off of this leg. <laughs> I know, man. I got to try and fucking take my position or my opportunities well. But it's funny. Yeah, no, that's. I know. I was telling Kelly today because I'm fucking. Pretty tired. It's been, God, it took Christmas off, and before that, man, I think I, I think I probably rolled like three, four days, and then took Christmas off, and then rolled like every day since then, and so definitely getting a little tired. And uh, told Kelly, I was like, there was just a lot of laying around looking for people's legs today. That was my strategy. As I definitely didn't have the pep in my step to try and get on top and. Freaking smash, but I mean, I'm feeling a little beat up today. But like Fridays are always tough training days for me. For some reason, you know, working all day and then coming in training Friday night, like, dude, that's that's a tough combo for me. Yeah, I mean, my job's fairly physical. I'm fucking running around doing shit all day. But Saturdays, I I, feel, I trained hard yesterday. I got some hard rounds in yesterday. So I was feeling that a little bit today. I got some more hard rounds in today. I'm sure tomorrow will be a little. Cool. Yeah, yeah, a couple more days to make it. Make it through before I get back to work, though. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> That's why I actually, well, I was going to quit, and then you called me out for one more round. And, uh, dude, my squeezing muscles were so done after trying to stay on Tofu's back. And uh, then, yeah, I was all done, and then you're like, oh, let's go. And I was like, all right, one more round. 
But that's yeah, it's like I want to roll tomorrow. Got to end the year right, and then New Year's got to start the new year. Right? Start the new year right. So it's like I still got two more days at least. So got to meter myself a little bit. But even that's still like fuck, dude. I don't know how many rounds I put in a day. Probably like eight to ten. I mean, we get in there. And that's get a, that's a, I almost always shoot for ten. And you get close, you know, yeah. eight, nine, or ten. Like, yeah, I won't, I, I won't stop short of that. If we're doing five on one off yeah. for an hour, and you just you go for an hour. That's ten rounds. Yeah. So that's yeah. Uh, a good number. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing, dude. Like, yeah, like I'll get the cramp on the inside of my thigh, usually on my right leg, from that back control, the squeeze, yeah. and the hamstring curl, and the squeeze. And then that gases, and then I get home, and that that's a little like cramp up on me at night. Is the yeah. inside of the thigh, like oh fuck, dude. I know that, and I'm doing a lot of high guard from close oh, guard, yeah. like getting high and then just fucking squeezing and trying to work those arms straight, and yeah, then just then my, my Suzanne summer muscles are getting fatigued. They get tired, dude. They get tired, man. So and sometimes you won't realize it, and then you go to squeeze something, and you're like, oh, that fucking burns. <laughs> I got to switch positions. I do not ramp. I know. I do not want to squeeze this anymore. I know. That's the thing, man. I'm like, God damn it. When you, when I got to give up position, because I just muscle might, fatigue. Yeah, I'm about to get a catch a cramp. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't want to tap myself, so got to let off the squeeze and move a little bit. But I just assume it'll get better. But I think it's probably like fucking uh, like intervals. You know, they never get easier because you just get fitter, so you're running harder. So I think you're just squeezing harder as you get stronger. So it's never, it's not like you get to the point where it doesn't get tiring. No. It's just your squeeze is more, is tighter and more controlling so you can accomplish what you need in less time, hopefully. Oh, in theory. <laughs> in theory. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> right. That's what I'm working towards. So, but uh, yeah, man, who else fought? We had... Uh, Chad Mendez, that's a good fight. That was good a good to, fight. Good to see him back in the cage. Yeah, he lost he, though, didn't he? Yeah, he got hit with a body shot. Yeah, and uh, fighting uh, that dude that looked exactly like him. That's right. And you guys were like spitting images of each other. They were Those short little white wrestler dudes, yeah, all yeah. muscly. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, he was fucking doing pretty good there yeah. for a bit, man. And then uh, he got caught. It happens. He was a, man, the Cyborg Nunez fight was... That, that was awesome. That was yeah. awesome. It's so cool to see her be champ champ, move up a weight class, and be... Like, Cyborg is just one of those, like, like boogeymen in the sport. You know, she just crushes everybody. Yeah. And then for her to get knocked the fuck out like that... Dude, that was like Iron Mike. You know, I mean, obviously Nunez is no Buster Douglas, you know, uh, unknown underdog, but... A little bit like that, man. Where it was like, yeah, exactly. She was, she had that kind of mythical status that like Mike yeah. Tyson enjoyed in his day, where people were like just scared of her. And dude, the way that she got knocked the fuck out, and it was great because you could tell she tried to bully her right out the gate, man. She came out firing, thinking she could just bully and, her. And then you seen that you seen she was gonna try to bully her. But then you said as soon as she got cracked once, then it went really into like instinct, just bully yeah. mode. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. She was just swinging. And Nunez wasn't having none of it. No, dude. She just started. She picked her apart as yeah. soon as she went into that mode because it was there was no. She, she was just swinging it. for survival. Yeah, she knew it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you could see when she cracked. Her. I still. I mean, Nunez just. She's got because you know how some people are born with that punching power. Yeah. And because she doesn't look. I mean, she's she's obviously fit. She's a good athlete. I mean, a hell of a fighter. 
But she's just one of those people that, dude, I would hate to get hit by her. I think she's just got some fucking unreal power in those hands. Yeah. Because Cyborg's thick. And yeah. she don't get knocked out that easy. She's no. never been knocked out. That's the first time. Yeah. And, you know, and it doesn't, I mean, I looks like Amanda's punching hard, but she's not. It's technical. Right. And, you know, she's not just winging it from fucking. Yeah. And and it still knocked her out. Like, dude, she's got some power in there. Dude, that knockout dude. punch was crazy. Yeah. It, like, fucking and clipped her, she spun her around, face, face planted. planted. Uh-huh. It's like a fucking video game, man. Yeah. yeah that was. There's some people, that's, it's kind of like Deontay Wilder. Like, yeah. You watch him punch somebody, and it, like, you see it. And it's like, dude, that doesn't look like that hard. I mean, obviously it's a hard punch, but it doesn't look like, man, that doesn't look like anything crazy. Yeah. But he knocks people dead. Yeah. And it hurts kind of the same way. You know, it's just like, no. is there really that much heat on it? Like, oh, apparently there is. Apparently there is, man. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some, I mean, power and speed. Like, that's just one of those things. Like, Usain Bolt. Like, yep. you can't coach that shit. Like, you either have that kind of spring in your system or you don't. And yeah, power. Power's it, kind of the same way. It's some the same people, way, man. I mean, you can develop power and get stronger, but some people are just born with yeah. some special power somehow. Well, it's all, it's just elastic energy. It's like, how well can you create it and control it? And then you've got, you know, the, the limb angles and links and all these things that are optimal for stuff. But I mean, that's, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was an impressive fucking it's cool display, to, man. It's cool to see her win. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially the way that she did. Yeah. It, it definitely like, because if it would have been like a battle and she won like, you know, a decision or something like that, it, it would have been good, but there still would have been some some question or whatever. But it's like, dude, there's no question. You can't doubt no, that in the no, least. Not at all, man. It's like, you know, maybe they're going to push for a rematch, but it, it definitely didn't look like Cyborg belonged in that fucking, you know, like she was just a different league. Yeah, and you know what I like about that fight too is... It proves that you don't need like the the bad blood shit talking to make a good fight. No, the, yeah. we were all excited to see that fight. The fight was exciting, and you see there was like afterwards, you know, Cyborg went over, helped her up off the ground, you yeah. know, and hugged her, congratulated her. Like there was no ill will there. Like that's that's what I like. That's those are the kind of fights I like. Yeah, you don't need the fucking Conor McGregor shit talking to make it a good fight. No, you you don't need. It. I mean, for me, I don't. No. You know, I want to see a good display of martial arts, and I want to see a good display of sportsmanship. You know, before, during, after. I'd rather see that any day of the week than... Yeah. I mean, I can see there being, you know, like the bad blood between John Jones and Gustafson. Like, that's just because John Jones is John Jones. <laughs> there's probably nobody that likes him in his division. Speaking of sportsmanship. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's nobody that likes him. No. But you don't need that to make a good fight, Yeah, is my point. Yeah. That's something I liked about that fight better than the John Jones... Yeah. Gustav, Gustafsson. Gustafsson. Yeah. Gustafsson fight. Yeah. Speaking of which, that was a good fight, old John Jones, man. He is just, he's the real deal, man. Dude, he's legit, man. He's legit. He can fight his ass off. Yeah, for sure. And he's just getting better. I mean, he's, dude, he comes from a line of, Oh, freak athletes. Freak athletes. I mean, he's got an NFL lineman for a brother. I mean, I don't know what his mom and dad are like, but I'm guessing it's like fucking Serena Williams and The Rock had a kid or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't I have no idea, but they're coming from a good bloodline. Yep. If he's got two, I think he's got two brothers that are in the NFL. Yeah. I think. Pretty sure. Something, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. just, they're all pro athletes. Pro athletes. And I, so he's, I mean, he's a freak. Yeah. 
He's he's not your average human being. No. And you know, and he knows how to fight. And he's just gonna get better. Yeah. Because he's not polished, hundred percent polished. Like his technique isn't spectacular. Right. He's ballsy and he's an athlete. And that's what gets him through. I mean he's he's good, don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. But there's plenty of room for improvement. Yeah. Well, he's he's I mean, got some of those God given talents. Yeah. I mean, some of his speed and power and coordination and stuff like just not what normal people can uh can do but yeah he was that was an impressive fight i mean i wasn't i i thought he was gonna win i mean until that guy shows you otherwise i don't know how you bet against him i mean he's you know until they figure out how to clone him and put him in there against himself which would be interesting but uh hopefully stops fucking up stops failing drug tests that's the over-under. Long, 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 long enough to where we can find somebody that beats him. Yeah. yeah like, I don't want him to have another long-ass year-and-a-half layoff because of fucking right. drama and nonsense. Yeah, he needs, a, he needs a good rival. Yeah. Like, that, I mean, I guess, like, that's the thing. That is kind of interesting because, you know, like, DC was kind of his rival a bit. Yeah, but he whooped DC's yeah, ass. Yeah, he kind of boat raced Twice. that thing. Yeah, that was just, that wasn't really a, a rivalry and, uh, yeah, outside of, I mean, it's cliche, but he's, he's his own worst enemy, right? Yeah. If he hadn't been dealing with all of these problems and just, like, is he even going to be in the UFC? If he had just been fighting this whole time, like, you know, that's that's the thing. Like, he needed some, he would need some sort of, like, challenger or somebody to, you know, that, that legacy kind of um, type fight. And, uh because, I mean, the closest he came to losing was to Gustafsson the first, the first time. time. And that's when he was, you know, in the, at least in the lead up to it, that's what he was saying when he was being interviewed. That that's when he was like almost at his worst partying. He was just skipping practice and showing up hungover. And so almost like the only, the only reason it was that close is because I was in, in major fuck up mode. And he kind of seemed to confirm that last that. night. Yeah, he kind of proved. You know, I remember him <laughs> saying that in the countdown show. I was like, yeah, I wonder how true that is. And he, he proved it true last night. Yeah. He came in, trained up, ready to go. Yeah, and he was, and I mean, still a little rusty was, and still was... It wasn't that close of a fight. No. No, no, no. So, but uh, but anyways, I, I guess my point is if, if he hadn't had all that shit, like, that'd probably be the conversation now is like, you know, who's gonna... He needs somebody to step up or, you know, be that, that rival because uh, he hasn't really had... You know, everyone has fought. Real significant challenge inside the cage. Yeah, no, I've had some that you thought were going to be, right. but then once the freaking bell rang, it was like not different story. Different story, and it's like there's yeah. somebody out there. Yeah, yeah, there That'd is. That'd be exciting. It would be, man. It'd be good for him. He needs that. I'll yeah. probably keep him focused. Hopefully, that's what he needs. He needs to be like Rocky and get beat. A fucking. Clubber Lang. That's what we need. That's right, man. Keep him on course. I predict pain. (laughs) (laughs) I love Clubber Lang. I know. That's one of my favorite fucking characters. One of my favorite lines, man. Like, dude, bad guy. What's your prediction for the fight? (laughs) Pain. Yeah. I don't care who wins or loses. (laughs) It's going to hurt this motherfucker. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. All right. Yeah. That's good. Oh. Oh, oh, my phone. Thought I... You got the robot overlords talking to us. That's right, Google. She was fucking listening. Drunk. I know. What was she trying to do? 
The funniest. She was trying to look up the funniest. Huh. I don't even know. It's crazy. Google. It Did you? There was a news story recently. It's over in England or UK somewhere. Anyways, there was some guy hitting at Alexa, and something came up to where he requested from Amazon all his personal data they had. Yeah. He had some sort of court case or something. I can't remember the details exactly. And so Amazon sent him like. 17,000 fucking audio files of his and it, it, it ended up not being him. Oh, and so shit. it kind of turned they sent him the wrong files. But it, it brought to light that basically once you got Am- that Alexa in your house that bitch is fucking recording everything. That is, it is recording way more than you think. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, this is a pretty uh, recent story, man. They, I forget what happened. Why he, had, why he requested them but I guess in the UK, they got some sort of law where you can do that, blah blah blah. But yeah, and hmm. they sent him the wrong shit, and he had, he kept a copy of it, and he was like, "This isn't me." He kept listening to different ones, and it was just nonsense, just like people having conversations at their house, and Alexa's just recording the fuck out of it. Oh man, mm-hmm. yeah. Think about that. Well, I mean, obviously, it's always listening. Always I mean, right listening. now, because it's trying. Because if you say the code word. You know, hey Alexa, it's supposed to respond. Hopefully, so, that fucks somebody up that's listening to us. Right yeah, <laughs> it's like, how the fuck does it know if it's not listening all the all time? All the time, yeah. So to think that it's it, it can't it can't turn on and then listen. That's right. It has to be on so it can listen. And oh, I know, man. I know the idea that we've got these surveillance devices and we purpose purposely put them there. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it makes life so convenient. Dude, that is the best. That's the best way to do it. Like, you just convince people it was their idea. It's yep. it's brilliant. It is brilliant. It's brilliant. And it was the funny thing is, is, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe there is a new world order out there that's planning all this shit, but, like, you couldn't have planned this. Like, if you, if you were trying to figure out, how am I going to bug everyone in my country and do it, like, you, you couldn't... You couldn't do it better than this. Mm-mm. You couldn't. You couldn't. The, like, to have it packaged into this thing that, like, they all want and they know it and they just laugh about it. It's like you couldn't do it better. And you couldn't have planned it. Like, you, you, there's no way you could have been at point A and foreseen point B and orchestrated it. It just, it just happened. And now all of a sudden it's like, here we are with this situation. And, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, um, you know a lot of these fucking things, man. Like who who could predict it? So there's, we're just kind of riding some some chaos, and then people figure out how to take advantage of it, and then you get Google listening to me all the time, all the time, all the time. So Siri, Google, and Alexa. Oh. It's funny when you had your boy there, Z. He tried to talk to the wrong robot the other one day. Yeah. <laughs> he said, hey, Siri, and he was trying to talk to Google or something. Yeah. But that's just so, like, when he said, when that happened, man, I was just, cra- like, cracking up. Because like, he's five. He's five. And it's already and part of his... Just part of it, like, he's just talking to the wrong robot. Oh, no, that's the wrong robot. Talk to this one. Yeah. Oh, all right. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's just normal. It is just normal. Normal to him. And, yeah. It's funny. That was some... That was, like, sh- on movies. Yep. When we were kids. So, anyways, I like my Google Home. It's good. It's pretty sweet. Speaking of cool stuff, I was telling you about this before we were recording, is that uh, the new Black Mirror on Netflix, Yeah. the Choose Your Own Adventure movie, 
Yeah. You motherfuckers need to watch it, dude. I will, I'll check it dude, out. Dude, it's fucking awesome. It's dark. It's twisted. I got, I couldn't resist. Like, I got home last night after watching the fights. Like, dude, I got to check this out. I've been antsy. So I, like, I turned it on. I got sucked in. I ended up watching it later than I planned. And, uh, but I, I tried to like, I could have killed my character a little sooner because you can make some fucked up choices. There's some cool shit in this movie. And I wasn't quite willing to make this one choice. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. There's definitely, I mean, there was one choice that was definitely going to end things for me. And I was like, <laughs> I, was like well, I don't want to end it like this. And so I made the other choice. But it starts out real like, the I won't give it away. Like the first, the first choice you have to make in the show is what type of cereal you're eating. Like you, you wake up and you you go downstairs for breakfast with your dad, and you guys you're in a conversation with your dad, and he offers you like sugar pops or cornflakes or something. Then that's that's it, kind of just get get you started. Yeah. So you got so you make the choice of what cereal. And I don't know if that you know diverts the path to what cereal, what how the movie goes or not. But I chose like cornflakes or something. But so it starts <laughs> out with these real like just meaningless decisions, and then it just kind of escalates. And it's pretty fucked, dude. It's badass. Huh. Like, I, like I say, I, I I was trying to make some really fucked up decisions, and I ended it pretty early on once to where like, oh fuck, man, like the movie's over, the show's <laughs> over. But it lets you go back to like a couple decisions prior, so you can make a different one and divert the path of it. So I went back and made a couple made a different decision, and I saw which I was like, all right, let's not make that one again. But then the show went on, and I had to make some more fucked up decisions and I was like let's try this and it went dark dude I was like oh shit and then, and then it, I could have I think I could have kept going I could have like I got to a certain point and it, it there was like I, I could just pick this choice and it would roll credits it would kind of show you that roll credit or you could you know back up to this choice and replay it all so I just I said fuck it I'm, I have to go, okay, to, go to bed I'm gonna have some oh, no. after this <laughs> it's badass though man that uh-huh. might be like the future of TV right there yeah I like that that was cool especially yeah. that Black Mirror did it yeah cause you knew it was gonna be fucked up huh yeah and yeah they did not disappoint my friend well good give me something to you know, check out I got too many things to check out. No, this one's worth it. Oh, I know. Put this I at know. the top of the queue. No, I know. I know you're not as big a Black Mirror fan as I am. No, it's good. I like the show. There was just did a you did that you I make thought. it through all of them? Dude, I don't know that I did. I was looking back and I think that uh, I don't know that I did watch all of them. I watched I watched a good bit. I know I watched over half of them, but it uh, no, I like most of them. It's just that first one where I was just like, get the fuck out of here. Big this fucking... premise is just ridiculous. Like that this dude would even do it. It's just stupid. Yeah, this one's not like that. Yeah. So I, I think you'll dig this one. Yeah. Good. No, yeah. I'll check it out. Got to carve some time out of my Odyssey yeah. fucking Assassin's Creed for it. So. This is worth it. Okay. And it's, you know, it's it's almost like you're playing a video game. Yeah. Because, you know, you got certain choices to make and then it plays out. And I, when I was watching it, I just had my PlayStation controller in my hand. Yeah. It, it vibrates when it's ready to make a choice. Huh. And it tells you. And you only got a certain amount of time. I don't know what happens if you let it time it Probably out. just picks like it the picks highlighted one. For you. one yeah. yeah. Like so, yeah, one. you only get like 10 seconds to choose. Huh. So, your, your controller vibrates and, oh, you got to make a choice real quick. So, you don't get to think too long. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check that out. It does sound, that is, uh. It sounds like a very interesting way to do it, yeah. and because the replay value is there, because like normally you would just watch a show and you're done. Yep. And so instead of like making 
several shows, you just invest in one that has these different, different paths. paths that you can take. And then it's like encouraging people to just keep re-watching that. That's a, yeah, dude, I'm pumped. I want to go home tonight and try to make some other choices and see what, see what happens. See, dude, this is going to be a Black Mirror episode because this is not... People are going to figure out how to abuse this technology. I don't know. I, I like it because... Well, think about it from an advertiser standpoint. Okay, you can either go out and you can, you can try to, you know, invest advertising in a half dozen shows or you can invest advertising in one that you know that people are going to watch more than they would have put into those half dozen shows. Right? And so, and then you're the, so now the motivation is to like get people hooked and sucked into and replaying and rewatching, you know, the same basic show more times. Like how many different ways can we get them to replay these different, do these things because the more often they're doing it, the more valuable it's going to be to our advertisers. And so, how do you blah, think blah, they're going to advertise in it? Like product placement? They... Pro- yeah, yeah, product placement. I mean, well, I'm just saying, like, right now it's on Netflix, right? right? But there's nothing to stop if someone sees this and goes, like, oh, fuck, this is the future of television. ABC, this may save network television. You know what I mean? So. It uh, again, I don't know. They'd have to the the technology would have to be there for it. But if someone's, I'm just saying, like it, it's very interesting. Like if you think about what they did, instead of creating a new season, they created a show, one show that you're gonna watch hopefully as many times, if not more, than you would have a season. And I, I, as you're talking, I'm trying to think of how they're gonna fuck it up. <laughs> is what I can see happening is to where you'll be watching a show like this and you get to a point where you make a decision but you gotta watch an ad yes there. yes and throw a goddamn ad in there right and you have to watch the ad and if you're willing to watch the longer ad you get a different choice you get a different choice or some shit they're gonna, yes. do, they're gonna do some fucking bullshit like that yep. yeah so god damn it anyways maybe we can do this with grumpy guy somehow we're gonna while we talk about how is Rob going to answer this fucking question from James? <laughs> Option A or B? What comes next? What yeah. comes next? <laughs> so, anyways, no, I think that sounds cool, but I don't know why, but I just started thinking, I'm like, that's fucking, it's brilliant psychology that, to, instead of a new season, to do one show that's worth, it's the same as a season, because I'll bet uh, there's probably like completely polar opposite in endings. Like, I'll bet there's probably a fucking happy rainbow ending. Maybe not, but that would make it even more twisted if you if you realize, like, holy shit. Maybe I'll make that my goal This is the night. same fucking show. Let's see if I can go down the rainbow where everybody like, rides off into the sunset happy ending. Yeah, see Let's if you see. can find, like, the happy ending. And you're like, Jesus it. Christ, man. Like, this is kind of twisted. Way, the way my show went right. yesterday... Fucked up. But that's what I'm saying though. But that would make it even more kind of like if you think about it, like if there if you really have comp- both ends and everything in between starting from the same thing, like it literally is a completely different thing. And then you're motivated to try to figure out like you know, okay, I gotta, I, I want to, you know, figure out all the different endings and see the different ways that they did it. So you know, if it's all just twisted bullshit, then eventually you know you might just be like, oh. I'm, 
no matter what I do, tired, it's just doom and gloom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you hit like some happy endings, and you're like, Jesus Christ, like, okay, well, I wonder what this does. Like, I don't know, maybe not. But. That would be pretty cool. That's my goal. Because as you were saying, like, I'm like, dude, if it, if it ends like that twisted, like, I'll bet there's probably like the polar opposite, like some, maybe not like totally happy, but like but a positive-ish quite, yeah, not ending. Not dark was- Right, yeah, I don't want to like say I don't want to give any spoilers, but I will just put this like I got to the point where my character had to decide do I bury the body or do I cut it up? <laughs> what do you think I chose? Whoo, well, if you're on the path you're on, I would say cut it up. Yes, yes. that's exactly what I chose. Uh, anything I know from watching television shows where they end up having to cut up a hooker. Is like it never ends well. You just bury that motherfucker. I don't know, man. I think if you got to dispose of body, I think cutting it up's the way to go. Dude, dude, cutting up changes you in a way that just I don't think that you can ever get past. But I think if you got to really get away with it, dude, I think you got to cut it up. Well, yes, but do you want to get away with it and then just be haunted every time you close your eyes with the fucking visions of hacking a body to pieces and throwing it in a bag? Aren't you going to be pretty disturbed from having to kill somebody in the first place? Well, hey, we don't. I don't know how the body came across my path. We're assuming you killed it. If I purpose, purposefully or accidentally. Okay, purposefully. If I purposefully killed somebody, and either way, man, I'd be like, you know, I guess it depends on what I did to kill him. If I already started the job, then I may just finish it. But you know if you just took someone out clean little fucking you know double tap to the back of the head (laughs) (laughs) okay all right let's Let's say james is driving out in the mountains by himself accidentally hits a fucking roadie some guy out in his spandex trying to be lance armstrong And you are on a desolate road. There ain't nobody around. Nobody around. Nobody around. Nobody around. You kill this poor fucker in his spandex. Oh man. So what's what's James doing? Are you are you throwing this guy in your trunk, taking him home, cutting him up? You just letting him be, leaving him out there in the woods, or are you you taking him home and burying him? Now is is this like for real? Or are we? No, like, that's for real. What, for real? I mean, in all honesty, man, I I would I wouldn't like like try and hide it. I mean. Now that's a bullshit answer. My let's fuck, go the other way. My conscience would bother me. But let's just say that circumstances were such that I knew that if this came out, that just it wouldn't be worth it. Right. Right. Like, I don't know what the circumstances drinking. would be. You had a couple beers in you. Man, it would, it would have to be something like I would, I would be, I don't know, I don't even know how to, I don't, I don't know what. It, it, like, probably like my life would be in danger. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be right. facing like, it was some bullshit thing that wasn't really my fault. But the way that it looks, you know, and and like I, I don't know, I guess. Yeah, that's the paint. That's the type of picture I'm trying to paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As to where you're, there's there's a circumstance to where like I legitimately have to consider not letting this be found out. Right, because obviously, because the consequences would be just not worth it. Right, you'd call the cops. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Okay, so we're we're saying that, right? Because you never know. Well, 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 let's paint the picture like this. This is what happened. I I think I got some circumstances. All right, all right. You found a really good mushroom hookup, and you went and you got like a fucking duffel bag full of psychedelic mushrooms, and you're bringing them back, and you accidentally run some fucking dude over. This would be, I think these, this, and you may have had a couple beers in the process. So you're a little intoxicated, you got a boatload of fucking drugs, and you kill somebody. You can't call the cops. This would be a situation where I don't think I could call the cops. 
So you got to get rid of this body. What's James doing? I, well, <laughs> assuming that that is where I would be at with that. Yep. Um, man, I'm just fucking. I, I mean, dude, I don't know. Because again, <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, I just fucking try and and uh, bury him in a shallow grave and wait for the fucking wolves and coyotes to get him and be the end of that. I mean, yeah. I don't know that I would hack him up into pieces or anything crazy like that, dump him in a vat of acid or anything. But you know, I mean, if you're, that's the. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. If you're just being like a sicko, like, fuck yeah. You just chop them up. Feed them to the squirrels. Squirrels eat body parts? I don't know. Feed them to the pigs. Pigs. That's it. You gotta go to find a pig farm. Start, just drive by late at night and start throwing pieces of the body into the pig Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the move. Yeah. Or you find somebody that works in a chemical plant and they can get you some 50-pound bags of whatever that chemical they use in Breaking Bad to <laughs> buy lie or something. Right, 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 yeah. Yeah. See, that that kind of, that's like when, you, you have to be a, a different psychological uh, person to do shit like that. Like the be. kid that gives your, the, the, the person who gives your kid a kiss and tucks him in at night can't be the same person who's fucking hacking up bodies and you know doing <laughs> shit like that you know what i mean like it would that is a life-changing event yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like assume. there would have to be like two different people going on there like you can't that's usually what happens with the, with the people that do that right and, that, and that's why i'm saying like that's where you start to get driven nuts like there's a lot of movies where like that's one of the that's the premise is like something for whatever reason Somebody died, and you got to dispose of the body, and they fucking hack it up and get rid of it, and that process just psychologically fucks them. There and, was a Black Mirror episode like that. Did and, you see that one? To where the the guy and the girl they were out in the mountains. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they ran over the cyclist. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And it went good for like twenty some years. It showed yeah. them, you know, like twenty years later, the chick was fine with it, but the dude was yeah. starting to have. He, he couldn't come to terms with it anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was starting to eat him up too bad. Yep. No, totally, yeah, man. That, that, yeah, that's that would be the toughest part. That's the part. thing that's going to catch up with yeah. you. And so you have to just, like, that's that's the thing is, like, you're either you're either not, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, there's no, yeah. So you're either all in or you're not, right? So, like, if I if I had gotten to the psychological place where, like, like, say something really fucked up happened. Like, somebody did something to my family and for whatever reason, the courts let him go, and you know, blah blah blah. Like, and I just decided, like, this motherfucker needs to die. Like, this is not, you know, he's still threatening my family and all this shit. And he's like, he's got to die. There's definitely a certain point where if I got pushed far enough, like, it, that would become a consideration. It's like, Jesus Christ, I'm not gonna like let somebody hurt and threaten my family over and over and over again. Like, you got to do something. And if society's not gonna step in and help you. Well, fucking punish your will, <laughs> you know? So, but you have to make a, you have, like, there has to be a conscious point where you kind of make a mental shift. And if you make a mental shift to that point, well, then it's like, well, fucking, it's on, motherfucker. Like, this is going to hurt. It ain't going to be pretty. 
you know, and, and, and like, I just, I just know, like, I'm not going to be the same person at the end of this, like, the, the same person who makes a decision, like, I'm going to kill this person and, and dispose of their body so no one finds it, like, I, so, you know, either way, you're like, some situations force that person onto you, and some situations you consciously take it on, but either way, like, you're a different you're, person. You're a different person after that. So trying to ask, like, what, what would James Wilson do, and it's like, well, James Wilson would do this, but if we're talking like this other situation, James Wilson wouldn't be there anymore. James Wilson would be a different person. And, and now that guy, yeah, he would be like all in. Like, I don't, you know, there ain't no fucking halfway crooks, man. It's no. like, no, you're, you're either in or you're out. And if you're in, there's like, you, you, and again, that's where you have to make that decision where it's like, no matter, no matter what you have to do to get away with it and do it, you, you're going to do like there's no line you're not going to cross, and 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 then and, and then you're just like and that line's just that get line further and further get out there. fucking real far out there, man. Yeah. But that's where you have to. So um, next thing you know, you're killing the barista because she fucked up your ah uh, yeah empty americano or something or she yeah because that line got pushed too far out there. <laughs> yeah 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 so. Yeah, that, but that's what makes those shows so interesting because yeah. you're watching them and you're like, these are just normal people, and, and if you know, you can kind of put yourselves in their shoes and be like, Jesus Christ, I'm glad I don't get put in these situations. It's fun to sit here and hit the remote and like, you know, make decisions like I am, but really, if I sat here and I smoked a bowl and I really thought about like what it would be like to have to do that, like, ugh, like I'm that's not not a psychological space that I want to occupy. That dude, that's why I really like those shows. And that's why this one really got my attention. Like I got the email from Netflix saying they added a new show yeah. that I might like because they know I'm deranged from the other shit I watch. <laughs> and I saw that and I, I read it and I saw Black Mirror right away. I was like, yes, it was like a new season of Black Mirror. But then I saw it was, you know, a choose your own adventure. I was like, oh shit. And dude, yeah, I love that, man. Because... I can escape into that, like put myself into that position. Yeah. Like, That's like, you know, a good video game. We've yeah. talked about that. Like, you know, putting yourself in those mindsets, like, you know, good literature, like yep. all these things. I mean, it's like for fun, that's what makes humans humans is that I can, you know, empathize the whole theory of mind. Like I, I know that you have thoughts and experiences that I don't and I can, you know, try to put myself in your shoes like what it would be like to have those thoughts and experiences and and uh you know maybe try and learn something from or just do it for fun but at the same time be like Whew, glad i don't have to do that for real man yeah. it's just fun to pretend so speaking of which my dog's back the office back huh? I don't know. the podcast man i thought i heard him crying out there no uh, he's walking away who knows so anyways I don't know. How we, oh, I started. Yeah, I got all excited about the Black Mirror. Yeah, set us down that road. Well, hard left, as you like to say, hard turn. Mm -hmm. We got we're, we're uh, non sequitur. That's right. We've got our uh, being the last episode of the year. About a year ago, you and I. So this one came out on December 29th. So yeah, it was about a year ago. It's you and I. Today's oh today's the 30th. 30th. Yeah. I said, damn, it was almost exactly. Here. So the uh, we sat down and we made some resolutions, some goals <laughs> for 2018. And so we thought it would be funny to look back and, and uh, see how we did and make oh. fun of ourselves and uh, for for how well 
We did. So we dug back and we uh, we found him. So Rob's New Year's goals was your reading list. Um, I did good with that. I div- I diverted a little bit from it, and I've read more than. I can't. I don't even know how many books I've read. I haven't made a list of what I've read. Yeah, I read most of them on that list. I changed a little bit, and just because I had made some poor choices, apparently, <laughs> which, ones, <laughs> of which ones I was gonna read. Yeah, and uh, I, I would say I met that goal. I mean, I, like, I didn't quite stick to the list, but yeah, I read way. I read. So you got a lot of reading. In I any, got a lot of reading in, more than twelve books. And, any big uh, books or takeaways? Like, or I was thinking about this. Like, what would be my like my favorite book of the year that I read. It's a Waka. Um, man, it's 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 kind of between two. I think I, I obviously Jordan Peterson's 12, 12 Rules. Yeah, that was this year. Yeah, that was this year. That was that's got that's probably got to be the number one book of the year. Yeah, that's pretty goddamn good. I'd agree. I read a bunch of books this year, and I think that was, you know, definitely the best. Uh, best book that I read of the year. I actually gave that to my sister. Did you? For Christmas. Yeah. I don't know if she'll read it, but I figured I'd... That's a good book to gift. Give it to her and see if she uh, digs into it some, but... Would that be your best one for the year, you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, you know, thinking back, I, uh, that's the one that stands out the most, um, for sure, was, uh, was that one. And, I mean... Yeah, I can't remember. I'd have to look back. I read a shit ton of books. Um, but uh, yeah, besides that, I'd say like the uh, um, reading like Plutarch and yeah, that was this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I got into my fucking. So just getting into my old Greek uh, and reading the, the um, Xenophon shit and the Plutarch stuff. And that, that was, uh, I'd say that was kind of the most interesting just because I'd never really gotten in and read that stuff and so and then in reading it was uh was was pretty interesting so and like I said you get sucked into this world and you realize like holy shit dude like there was a time when people's honor you know was the most important thing to them and so not their fucking how many likes they got on social media so it uh it's good um, I mean, I, mean not, I don't want to get too far down that topic because this one we could go off the rails on. But like the honor culture, you know, back then that was really important. And there's still some <clears throat> cultures out there that it's way more important than it is in our society nowadays. And I wonder why that is. You know, you know, we we kind of talked about it, like with the whole like Connor and Khabib thing. Like how the how someone from Dagestan treats shit talking and honor is way different than. Like someone from Ireland. Yeah. You know, it's just it's different culture. I, mean, I wonder what separates that. Like, why why do some cultures, you know, play so much importance on that honor and then other cultures are very fucking dismissive about it? Yeah. And, and even within, you know, it's funny, like, even within, like, our culture, like, different areas. Like, you go right. down to the south, like, in Texas and, you know, the south, like, honor's still a, a really big thing. You go to some... You know, some of the more liberal areas in the country and honors like this kind of antiquated thing that people laugh at and like, ha ha ha. And, and so it's, it's, it's definitely, but overall, I, I, I see what you mean. Um, I mean, personally, I think that you're, cause the whole honor thing was always a matter of like where, what's your status within the tribe? 
you know, like it was more, the most important thing for you was the, the, the people thought well of you, you know, and, and knew that you would honor your word and that you were a good person. Because if you weren't, there was a good possibility that you were going to get kicked out of the tribe. Like if you fucked enough people over, like if you had no honor, then you might get ostracized and, and for, and that meant like death for the most part. So we're, it, it's, it's something that we're, uh, you know, it served a purpose, but I mean, you think about it, like the people that don't want honor to be a thing, like they're the people, they're the people who like, they don't want to act good. Like they want to be able to fuck people over or, you know, be like, well, you know, technically this, even though I know like, you know what I mean? It's like the spirit of the law is this, but the letter of the law is this. And I'm going to nail you on the letter of the law and shit. And it's, or I'm going to sue you over stupid shit, you know, like in, in like, there's no honor in that. But they don't, they're, they're the people who push the, like, they don't want there to be honor because then they have to answer to something. But I think a lot of it's just the, how our, um, like the, like we don't have the tribe aspect. Like I, yeah. I was talking with Kelly, man, like if you think about like social media, like we talked about this a little bit with the, um, <clears throat> oh, the, the social leap. And then we pointed out that technology for the most part, like, is developed by people who are good with technology but not good with people that most people will seek a social solution to a problem and that it takes a, a certain you know mind like someone who's not good socially but good technically to prefer to find a technical solution to these problems and so but these are the people who are driving technology they're basically like you know the more socially inept people around us and so they're trying to like like I said, like Facebook was created by someone who basically didn't want to have to fucking deal with people face to face. How do I socialize but not actually have to deal with people? Oh, here's a technological solution. And so, but that's not how most of us are. And so we're social creatures and we're trying to like use technology to socialize and it doesn't work. And so, um, but what it's done is it's, it's diffused. It's like, you know, we don't have a lot of these honor cultures, as you call it, like, they're they're still really tight knit. Like family units mean a lot. Neighborhood un, units mean a lot. The town you come from means a lot. So like their like their communities are much closer and smaller. So like your reputation within that community is still important. You know, like here fucking living in Fruta. Like yeah, some people know me, but I mean for the most part, like I don't really know my neighbors that well, and it doesn't really matter if I'm you know any of that shit doesn't really matter. So I think that's what it is. I think we've just been taken over by the people who have no honor. So <laughs> damn it. We got to win. Dude, it's what it is, man. And that's kind of always been the struggle is like, you know, you got the people who have honor and want to hold people to a standard. And you got people who just rather have no fucking standard because they know that they couldn't live up to it. And so it's a struggle, man. But anyways, anyways, took us off track. So reading list, reading list went good. The the only book that I didn't get into that I can't remember my list exactly, but was the the one I didn't get into that I'm a little bombed that I I will hear shortly is um, Tim Ferriss's Tribal Mentors. Okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was on my list, and I just never got around to it. I just kept making other choices and going, you know, switching gears and going right. here and there. But that's still one I want to read. Yeah. Okay, so, I remember that. I yeah. haven't read that one yeah. either. But I, I, I think it's kind of 
if I remember right, it's just basically takes a lot of his interviews. He try or he has like a set of questions set that he asked that he asked everybody, out, yeah. and then he's yeah that he sent out and got a bunch of people answering that. Answers so from everybody, I think yeah. it'd be interesting to. Yeah, I'm still interested to get that one. So yeah, so I'll, I'll call that one a success. One of my yeah. other, one of my other, good man. One of my other goals. You did uh, I can't compete remember. four times this year. Uh, I only competed three times. Okay, I didn't get to four times. <clears throat> Close. 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 Daily checklist. I, that went out the window fast. <laughs> yeah, those things are tough to keep up with. They are. I mean, I still. I mean, I, I guess f- for like mobility and fitness, I basically still have a daily checklist, like a routine that I do. Yeah. So kind of, I guess, I stuck to that a little bit, but as far as just like task around the house and yeah. getting shit done, that shit went out the fucking window. Dude, checklists are like, they're so good in theory. In theory. I, I, that's the thing. I, I mean, not to like, again, not to divert too far off, but like the whole idea, like I can't checklists and scheduling and all this shit, like it doesn't, I try it and, but it seems to start getting like too tedious. Yep. And then you start making lists just to make the list. Yeah. Because then, then it becomes like, oh, well, yeah, it becomes a weird thing. It, yeah. it morphs yeah. into what it, when you're trying to do it too much, like it morphs. I, I still see the value in it is if you got a real busy week or day coming up. Right. Like, all right, food, you got to sit down and write down, like, I got to get this done, this done, this, this. All right, how the fuck am I going to do this? Yeah. You know, so then I, I understand the benefit of it, but just not every day is like that. Yeah. Well, at least not in my life. No, no, you know, no. Not every no. week is like that. So it's when so then you start making checklists just to make fucking checklists. And then once you get to the point to where an item on your checklist is to make the checklist, <laughs> that's when you're like, What am I doing what here? What am I doing here? Ruffle this piece of paper yeah, up going yeah. out. Yeah. This is fucking stupid. No, I think they're good for it, it's you know, getting you on track. Like if you're starting to get a new habit going or something right. like that, I think they're definitely helpful. Or like you said, just to kind of keep you on track if you got a busy week or busy day. But I think that's the thing is like, man, we talked about like the, you know, you have success with something in the beginning and then people get stuck to it. And it's like, uh, you know, it doesn't serve the same purpose as it did in the beginning. And so, um, so anyways, I just had the same problem, man. I had to go through the checklist thing. So, <laughs> so, it, uh, and then, and then no candy. Which oh, I fucked that up. We documented like two that weeks in. the fucking <laughs> handful of M&Ms two weeks I, in. I think we talked about that. So, so I admitted defeat on that one early. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, man, not too bad. No, that wasn't too bad. I, I expected to be more embarrassed by this than, <laughs> right. than that. Man, I, uh. What about you? Well, the, the fasting one time a month just was. A ridiculous idea. <laughs> did you ever? Did you? Man, make, I think I tried. You went twenty four hours once, didn't you? I think I came close to it, and it just, I just was like, "This is dumb." Well, you know what's funny is it's uh, like reading the the David Goggins book. He talks about like you, you're going to ask yourself because things are going to be tough, and when they get tough, you're going to ask yourself, "Why am I doing this?" And if you don't have a really good fucking reason as to why am I doing this. It's going to be really tough if you haven't to, to sustain it. And so that was more the thing. Like I kept asking myself, like, why am I doing this? And because it's not like I have any problems. I, you know, I don't, I don't have, I'm not on a problem, you know, with my weight. I don't have any like blood sugar problems. Like, I don't have any health problems. There was no, there was no health related reason for doing it. It was more just because it's like the cool thing, the to, cool do. thing to do. 
and everyone's talking about the benefits of it and shit. And so I, I just had to admit, I'm like, man, I'm not doing this for myself. Like I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, you know, physically there's nothing I'm looking for from it. It's more like just to do it. So anyways, yeah, that was my excuse. I'm a little bitch about it, but it's all good. That's eh, fine. But let's see. Masters Worlds. Now, I, I did do that, but Nogi, I think I was talking about going back and doing... I didn't go to Masters Worlds. Oh, that's right. You didn't do Masters Worlds. No. That's right. You didn't. I didn't make it this year. You just year. didn't quite drive out with yeah, schedule. Yeah, Kelly was going to do it. Yep. Kelly went. But, but you went and did Nogi Worlds. I did. So I so, kind of... Technically, I made it. I, I think it qualifies. Yeah. We're good with that. At the end of the year, man. Yeah, we're I, I pulled it in. it in. You pulled it in. So I did. I went and did my first Nogi comp. So Nogi Masters Worlds. The system of breathing. I I can't remember what the fuck I wanted to do with that, <laughs> other than just like continue to work on my breathing. Oh and God! And you bringing this up is just gonna fucking. Kevin's gonna listen to this, and then when he's whooping our ass, he's gonna go back to doing the stupid fucking. Oh, that's breathing. right, the breathing <laughs> shit. <laughs> he was <laughs> that fucking asshole. That's, that's all. Right. I, that's, that's all I remember. Right. That's all I remember. Oh, of, I've forgotten about that. Of that. That's right. System of breathing. Yes. That's all I remember of that. Yes. It's his so. fucking torture and us with it. Yeah. I think it was just, I was just wanting to like focus more on connecting my breathing to shit. So I think I, I did that. I definitely made it more of a habit of, especially when I'm doing my mobility and strength training work of like connecting my, even my cardio, I've been doing more of that lately on the bike and stuff. And so it's like trying to focus on the breathing and even like the, man, I will, I will say like, I've, I've, I feel like my breathing, I've learned a lot of good shit. Um, I got better control of it and it's definitely, uh, yeah, I've found being able to breathe from the stomach and the chest is helpful. Cause I was always like poo-pooing chest breathing and then you get Randy throwing a body triangle around you and you can't fucking breathe with your belly. And it's like, well, I better breathe with fucking something. And so it's like, you know, yeah, being able to use like the whole lungs efficiently, um, uh, yeah, I found helpful, especially with the fucking squeeze. You like to throw the body triangles on me too. I do. So I know you do. <laughs> and, uh, it was, oh, and learn to play the guitar. So I played happy birthday to my wife on her birthday. And I think that was really kind of my, that was the goal. my goal mm-hmm. was to learn to play the guitar so I could do that. So I learned to play some chords. And I did play happy birthday to her on her birthday, so I guess I accomplished that. Have you been playing it much since then? Man, I haven't. I think about it. I got to put it on my daily checklist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that's why it's not getting done. It is because I'm not. I don't it's have a daily list. checklist. Not a but, daily checklist. You know, I I got to. Uh, yeah, I started to just lose motivation because after happy birthday, I think we talked about it. Like, I got to learn to play more songs. I think there's there's drilling and there's rolling. And you hear like, you know, if you want to be good at playing the guitar, like you need to learn to play your notes and the chords, like that's the basics, you know, and then learning to play songs is like, you know, rolling, like it's fun and you're, but it's not necessarily teaching you like the actual fundamentals that you'll need to be a guitar player down the road. You just end up collecting songs rather than being a good fundamental guitar player. So, but uh, I need some songs, man. It's kind of boring just sitting here practicing C and D and E and the fucking notes over and over. So write your own songs. I could, I could. Kevin's writing a song. He tell you about his song. Oh God, he's got a song he's working on. It's a country song. I won't give it away. We'll, we'll, uh, fantastic. We'll, we'll let him premiere it on the podcast or something. 
<laughs> but yeah, so maybe I'll accompany him with my guitar. Great. Hopefully, it'll just be a single note that we need <laughs> over and over again, just strumming. So can I get like a tambourine or a triangle? What about a triangle? Do the triangles good? Just sit there and ding, 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 ding. ding, ding. Yeah, that might be easier than the tambourine. Yeah, I don't think I have enough rhythm for a tap. Yeah, because you got to give it a little, like, kind of shake. and a Shake and a tap. Yeah, I'm going to fuck that up. Yeah. Give me the triangle. That's right. I can rock the triangle. Okay. All right. Tear it up. That's right. The grumpy guy band. (laughs) Bubbles in the braids. (laughs) Bubbles in the braids. Jesus Christ. He'll be our backup singer. (laughs) So... Anyways, yeah. I'm so that was it, huh? You were pretty successful. You were a little more successful with your list than I was. No, man. I think we're about the same. Damn it. Ish. Yeah. Ish. We didn't do as bad as I thought. No, I was... I was. Uh, I just knew I fell so flat on my face with the fasting one that I thought I just fucked it all up. I I couldn't even remember what all mine were. I know. That was funny. It's like we had to dig back onto the show notes. But, uh, so... So, that being said... Yeah. What's your aspirations for 2019? Man, 2019. My aspirations for it. I uh, I don't know. I haven't sat down and thought about it yet. I, as we were talking about this, I realized, like, fuck, I haven't really thought about what I want to get done for next year. It, uh, fuck, man. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really thought about it either. No? Maybe we'll think about it and... We can give ourselves something to laugh at for a year from now. We'll talk about them on the next episode. But Maybe we can just talk about why New Year's resolutions are stupid for a whole fucking episode. We could. We touched on that last. You should just be setting goals anyways. I know. That's the thing. Is like I've got these my short-term goals. I've got the, you know, applied for the Fight to Win Pro. So I might have that coming up in February. I will say that's going to be one of my goals for next year. I would like to do one of the pro shows. Would so, you? yeah, even if I don't get this one, I'll keep applying until I get one. It'd just be fun, man. I think the experience, I, I just, I, I can't see how, like, how I would regret the experience. I just think, like, it'll be something that'll be fun to look back on and be like, man, that was cool. Like, coming out like a fucking. You know, pro athlete and some lights and music and shit. What's your be walkout music? I don't know. I want to see if I can do broccoli, but <laughs> I want you to come out to Why Can't We Be Friends. Remember when Homer Simpson came out and Homer Simpson was gonna fight Dredge, uh Tatum? Yeah, he's kind of like the Mike Tyson character yeah, 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 yeah. on The Simpsons. Dredge Tatum. And I think that was his name. If I remember, right, it. I think so. Uh, um, he came out to that song Why Can't We Be Friends. That's right. I think that's what you should do. Yeah. That'd be pretty dope. That's right. Or why you wanna hurt me. <laughs> why you <laughs> Who is that? Is that like our that boy George? Boy George. Shit, that, would be, that would be pretty good, dude. That'd be good. That would be pretty good. Yeah, so I don't know, we'll see. I'll take some uh I'll think about it. But anyways, I know that'll be one. But yeah, I'm just trying to keep up my fucking training I know I want to put on I want to try to bulk up I'm going to try to keep going with that jacked get up to 175 I'm hitting like 169 170 I'm going to have to fucking get on this getting jacked train you're trying to get jacked fucking Kevin's getting on the TRT yeah he's he's trying that's right that's right yeah that's all we need is TRT Kevin fucking crushing our souls I'll get on I'll be D-ball Rob D-ball Rob I know you're funny I think my D-ball levels are low I gotta get them tested I was talking about getting their testosterone levels like I guarantee you my D-ball levels are low (laughs) give me a prescription that's right 
see if my HSA covers fucking D ball or not. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't think it will. So, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's kind of my short term, man. Just trying to. It's funny thing about it today, just because I've been training so fucking much lately. It's like my whole day. I know I'm gonna have to go back to the real world eventually. It's just with the holidays and just kind of taking time off. It's like you, my what whole, do you mean by going back to the real world? How is this much different from how you fucking live life and normally? Well, I have you to, haven't been on vacation. I have to do some work eventually. <laughs> Shut up. I got some things that gotta get done. <laughs> so pedals don't just sell themselves wrong. Mostly, yeah. mostly they do. Mostly they do. Mostly they do. But. Uh, yeah, no, man. My whole day these days is just fucking get up, train. This is action, dude. It's hard to like, man. We train hard at like, say, you train at noon. You get there, bust your ass. You go home and eat and shower. Yeah, like to get the motivation to do a lot after that. No, it's a little tough. It's a little tough, man. You gotta fucking really suck it up if you can need to get something done. Yeah, I mean, like Wednesday I did noon and. If you do two days, don't plan on getting anything done that day. Yeah. No, no. Relaxing, eating, and getting ready for the next training session. That was it, man. I came home. And then coming home and relaxing. I remember I was leaving noon, and you texted me, and you were like, what time are you training this evening? And I was like, Rob, you just fucked up all my plans. All my plans. I was going to go home, have a beer, and spend the rest of the day playing my video game, feeling good about myself. Because I trained. And now here you are. Now I got to go home, get some food, take a nap. Get hydrated, completely changed my entire path of my day so I could get back in there and train. <laughs> but it's good, man. It's fun. I mean, this is I love the holidays. We talked about this over Thanksgiving. It's like people, some people are like, you know, Take how, the holidays how, off. Yeah, how do I keep training over the holidays? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I need a break after the holidays. Cause, I'm, look, I'm sort of looking forward. My body's looking forward to going back yeah. to work on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. It's Dude, there's people are off and they're in there rolling and it's like, hey, I ain't passing that opportunity up. I'm getting in there and training every chance I get. So, be in there tomorrow and the next day. and so. But yeah, Tomorrow's the big New Year's Eve. You doing anything exciting for New Year's Eve? No, no, I forgot. Somebody told me that they had something going on tomorrow night, but I forget who the fuck it was. I'm sure Kelly knows who it is, but they were there today. Who was it? I can't remember. They told me, and I was just, I was beat up, man. I was tired. I firmly believe in staying the fuck home on New Year's Eve. Really? Yeah. I mean, I probably will. Do staying up till midnight is tough. I don't. This, that's that's a little dumb too. I don't know if I'll stay up that late unless I'm watching Black Mirror and trying to find all. Right, the right. Things. That's what I mean. Like just going over to somebody's house well, for yeah, a like party to stay being up out till in midnight. The ball, man, trying to get in a wreck with some drunk motherfucker. Or the, you know, it just seems it seems excessive and unnecessary. That's right. Just another goddamn day. Yeah. But I need to go out and make this big fucking ordeal over it. Well, you know. It really, it's not, it's more, for me, I don't really give a fuck about the day. It's like, if there's something going on with some people I want to hang out with, I'll consider it, and, uh... But see, here's my problem. But I don't give a fuck about the day. Yeah, well, here's my deal, like, we all hung out last night and watched the fights. Yeah. And so I was pretty social. You were? For me to have to fucking build up my social tolerance and do it again tomorrow night, I don't know if I can do it. Well... I only have so much of that in me. You know, that's that's how you develop the callous mind, my friend. You gotta callous your social mind. That's part of my mind. I don't need callous. No, I know. You don't need you know, that shit to. calloused. I don't think there's anything. Like I said, I'll probably be here, too. 
be watch the ball drop at ten o'clock and play my video game and <laughs> call it night. I gotta go the fuck to bed. Yeah, dude. You gotta train tomorrow. I gotta train, gotta train exactly, man. Day. Start the new year right. So yeah, that's my resolution. Just fucking train jujitsu. Yep. And uh, just keep having fun. Cool. So should we call that a wrap? I think so, man. Let's call it there. I haven't eaten yet today. Dude, snakey. I he I swear to God, man. I haven't seen that snake for a week. You know the last time I saw him? When I was here? Yeah. He knows when we're here and we're recording, man. Dude, he comes out for you. He, You're his friend. He hears my voice. It's like... Uh, you're his godfather. If, if anything ever happens to me, I'm willing snakey to you. I'll get him jacked. <laughs> yes! Snake D-ball. I'm feeding, <laughs> I'm feeding him mice. We're getting this fucker huge. Fuck these little fish. He's getting big, dude. <laughs> we'll make him terrifying. Yeah. Alright. Anyways. Anyways. Enough of that. That's it, man. All right. Recorded episode of the year. Fuck yeah, dude. You guys will hear this in 2019. Here's to another year of Grumpy Guy. Another year of Grumpy BJJ Guy. podcast. Fucking A. Hell yeah. See you. All right. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help and will allow us to keep putting out episodes. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, hit us up at grumpyguybjj at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com, and get signed up for podcast updates and get our free BJJ Improvement Starter Kit. That's it for now, so get on the mat, train hard, and talk to you all next week.